you are listening to High Spots and Cheap Pops with Vlad the Impeller and Silicon Steve Valley. And now, here is Silicon Steve Valley and Vlad the Impeller. High Spots, Cheap Pops, we are back. One more segment. This is going to be an exciting one because we're doing it before a pay-per-view. And, you know, every time we do before a pay-per-view, we get our little pencils out. And right now I have a one-game lead going into Revolution because my boy Drew McIntyre has always come through for me. That's the only reason. So we have to make sure we have our our picks all ready to go with a one-game lead. Let's get going. Let's want to start out with the casino or get well, I don't know if it's a casino battle royal because it's not the yeah, they're calling it a casino tag team royale for the for a future AEW tag title match. You have all members of the Dark Order, which you have Evil Uno and Stu Grayson, Alex Reynolds, and John Silver. You have Butcher and the Blade, you have Private Shardy, and you have High Energy or Top Flight or whatever their name is. I forget their name. And then another newer tag team that looks like just masked versions of the Viking Raiders. I don't know their name either. Shit. So what do you got there, Vlad? Uh, I'm going to go Pac and uh, Phoenix. Pac and Phoenix. I don't think they're in that match. In the match. They're not wrestling in this pay-per-view. Well, they're not in this match. No, I think well, they came out at the end with all the other tag teams. So Bear Country, that's the name of that tag team. John Silver and Alex Reynolds, Grossen, Santana Ortiz, Butcher and the Blade, Private Party, and Top Flight are the members who are wrestling in this particular match. Okay. Uh, I'll go Santana Ortiz. However, if Pac and Phoenix are in it, that, that would be my choice. Well, they're not in it. So there's that. They're not going to be in the So show. then why did they come out at the end of Dynamite? What was the point of that? What are they got to be for? I think, well, why was Dustin Rhodes out there? Yeah, like, yeah, that's a good he point. He just threw everybody know. out there. It was That's what it made no sense. It wasn't just a tag team. It started with just a tag team, but then everyone went out there. For Christ's yeah. sake, Jerry Lynn was throwing people around last night. <laughs> yeah, I'll go, uh, I'll go, uh, Santana Ortiz, though. You got Santana Ortiz. So I'm going to change mine to Alex Reynolds and John Silver. I'm going with the Dark Order. And maybe Matt Hardy has something to do with that. With Parvid Party. Who knows? We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm, I am going to go with members of the Dark Order, John Silver and Alex Reynolds. It's a hell of a choice. Oh, what's that? It's a hell of a choice. It's great. Nothing. Do you think you got me on that one? You think you're tiny? So already you think you got no. me on that I can't predict what Tony Khan's going to do. I'm just telling you what I think, what I hope happens. And I, I'd like to see Santana Ortiz. I think you're as good as anybody else that could be chosen. I mean, you didn't choose Bear Country. I mean, you're not a complete imbecile. That's obvious. I mean, my God, Bear Country? 
I'm, I'm shocked that this is even a bear country. I mean, I didn't think the Vikings were crazy. Cool of a gimmick either, but they did that way on the Indies too. So, all right. So we uh, we move over to big money Matt Hardy, Hangman Adam Page stipulation. It's a big money match. The winner gets all of the earnings of the other person's first quarter in 2021. I don't think it would make sense to in this vein for Hangman to win. If nothing, because I honestly, it's a very realistic situation with everything happening tonight that they don't have the dark order turn. And it's just a simple match with Matt, with Hangman Adam Page and Hangman beats Matt Hardy. But I don't think, why would you have this? If you were going to go that route, like you said before, why would you have Matt Hardy lose? It doesn't make any sense. So that vein, I think you're going to go the same way. I'm going to pick big money, Matt Hardy. Over Hangman with a possibility of a Dark Order heel turn, but I'm not sure if that's happening just so quickly. I think they're going to build yeah, I'm Matt Hardy. Corner around him a little bit. I don't think they turn the they turn heel just quickly, even though I think negative one turning heel would be brilliant. That would be fantastic. Because yeah. he's not a nice kid. If you look at his character. Hey, he's a little bit of a douchebag, to be honest with you. Exactly. Exactly. And what, what does he care about Adam Page? He's turned his back on the Dark Order more than one kid. Exactly. His own father he turned his back on. Exactly. You don't think a kid remembers that shit? Mm. I do. Oh, I do too. So, who do you got? You got Matt Hardy? I got Matt Hardy. You are thinking that Dark Order turns or no? You convinced me, man. I think they turn. All right. Well, I'm a very convincing guy. Miro, we don't have to do this one. I don't really care about this one. Miro, Kip, Sabian versus Orange Cassidy, Chuck Taylor. I don't think there's any way Miro and Kip Sabian does not win this game, this match. You're going to try to have Miro go over big time, possibly ping Chuck Taylor, but they're definitely going to give Miro the shine here for sure. I'm going to go a different route here. Ooh. I like that. I'm going to say Orange Cassidy pins Kip Sabian. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to go that route. I don't think Orange Cassidy loses this match. What, Chuck? I mean, Chuck Taylor will probably take the loss, but I, I no, I disagree. I think Miro. So you think that Miro loses? <sighs> I mean, they're trying to make him. No, I don't think. I, trying, I, I think he's Miro a badass motherfucker. Yeah, I think, I think he'll look strong. I yeah, I, I think he'll look strong. And again, this is a, you know this is one that you and I would, would part ways on. Um, but I, 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 like just, I think I like yeah, Orange Cassidy. Yeah, I, I just I I don't think. Yeah, I'm gonna go Orange Cassidy and Chuck wins, and I'm gonna say uh, Orange Cassidy pins uh, Kip Sabian. Okay. Alrighty, so two different ones already. That's that's, that's that's sexy. And now the one we're all one of the ones that I think is going to have some high marks to live up to. I believe this is, is this the first ladder match in AEW history. You would know better than I, but I can't recall another one. They might have had a, a, a contract match, but I don't think so. Oh yes, they did have a ladder match. Brian Cage won that match. It was a it was a title. Yes, so they, it's a that's when he came out the first time. 
Yeah, it was Brian Cage's first uh, matches when he made the big surprise. So they're either so they're having another yep. surprise come out. You know, it's going to be Penta L Zero making his return to the ring. Very interesting. Scorpio Sky, obviously Cody Rhodes, Lance Archer. You can make an argument for. Th- I don't think you can make an argument for Penta. He's in there to do some crazy no. shit. So, but he's yeah, he's, no he's, he's not winning. I don't think Cody wins. And also, we have. The kid from the winner, Max Cast. The winner gets the winner gets uh, Darby, correct? Yes. And Max, just to clarify, Max Caster from the Acclaim, the rapper, he is yes. also in this ladder match. He's my dark. He's not going to win, but he's a dark horse man. This kid's got talent. He's good in the ring. He can rap, and he says some really funny things when he does rap. He's actually yeah, he's entertaining. So he's um, a star on the rise, and they put him in this spot for a reason. So obviously they they see something in him. Also, his partner got hurt too, yeah. so it's something that they can do, and he's seizing the opportunity. Listen, if they didn't have the surprise entrant here, I would I would have thought. We actually, you know what? Let me so let me get let me get this uh, list. It's Penta, uh, Lance Archer, Cody Rhodes, um, the rapper guy. Uh, a surprise entrant, and I'm missing somebody, right? Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky. Yeah, so it's Pentel Zero. I'm going to go Hunter, with the surprise. Cody, Scorpio Sky, Max Caster, and the, and the Secret. I'm going to go with the Secret. That's what happened last time, though. It is interesting to who that's going to be, though. I, you're, so you're going to go with the mystery entrant. Part of me wants to go with Scorpio. I just hope it's not little Spike Dudley. Then I'm losing. <laughs> I don't want it to be any Dudleys at this point in time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree with that. But uh, not that I think they can call themselves Dudleys, <laughs> unless they're working for um, WWE. But yeah, I, I mean, you know, like the idea would be maybe it's like RVD, and um, like would would you want to see RVD versus Darby Allen? Is there anything to work with there? RVD makes a ton of sense. RVD makes a ton of sense because I don't think I think he's big enough for that spot. I don't think he's big enough to be the guy that Paul White was talking about. Okay, so uh, listen, let me put it this way: I I don't want to hedge my bets. I'll go with the surprise entrant, Um, but I'm trying to think. Like otherwise, I probably would be leaning towards Scorpio Sky because I think he and and Darby would have a, a good feud there. Yeah, I think that's, he needs to build his character because he, he had a very insignificant attitude change. If you listen yeah. to the commentary during the main event, he was a heel. He really came off as a heel. Yeah. Like, I'm the most talented person here. Now, he sounded very confident, but it was it was obnoxious confidence. It wasn't. Plus, to me, there was a reason that he was sitting at the commentary table. Nah, absolutely. So, Scorpio Scott, yeah, so this is a tough one for me. I'm going to say Lance Archer. Nah, I don't know. It doesn't make any sense. I want Lance Archer to win. You know, this is where I had to get, this is where I, I, this is where I had to get, you know, uh, ground myself a little bit. If this ladder match was for Omega after Moxley, I would say hundred percent Lance Archer, but with it being Darby, I don't think so. Absolutely. I think the Lance Archer is definitely going to be one of those guys, and that's going to be a hell of a match, too, when we get there. But yeah, 
I, and I don't think you, you had, give it back to Cody either yet. Nope. And so, really, I, you know, I, I have to, I hate to do this, but I have to agree with you. I think it might be the surprise. <laughs> it's either, I'm, I'm in the exact same boat as you. It's either Scorpio Sky or the surprise. So, that's, you know, kind so of. So, this real. is a wash. Yeah, it's a wash either way, but we still should know. So, okay. so a part of me just wants to pick someone different just to we're different. We already have a couple different ones. I'm not going to cut my, 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 my nose up to spite my yeah. dick. You know what I mean? Oh, hello. <laughs> there you go. All right. And then Hikaru Shida versus Rio. Mm, I forget her name. I forget her name. The woman who beat Nyla Rose this past week. <laughs> the, eliminator, the Eliminator Tournament winner, Rhea Makanokinawa, I think her name is. But that's irrelevant. Anyway, they're wrestling each other. I am going with Sheeta. Yeah, I'm going Sheeta too. All right. On to the next. I'm excited. I'm glad we're doing that because that was not on time. This one, I don't know. Again, this this card is a little bit on the top heavy, is a little bit predictable for my taste. So the AEW World Tag Team Championship, great program between the Young Bucks and members of the Inner Circle, Jericho and MJF. I think we're both going to agree here. Young Bucks will meet, retain their championship, and we are going to see Chris Jericho cast out of the inner circle and MJF, the new de facto leader of the inner circle. How are you feeling about that? I totally agree. Yeah. I think, uh, bucks win and, um, this will be a huge, uh, sort of change for Jericho's direction with his character. Yeah. I mean, he's getting popped all the time. Anyway, he rarely gets booed. Everyone sings his song still. And I think as a heel, he has yeah, done they love him. as you as we've talked about a little bit. So yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so this is this is this is the time to do it. They're going to pull the plug. It's the exact time to do it. Wouldn't be super surprising. It's never going to be surprising when MJF does that because I mean, was it surprising when he did it to Cody? It still was done well. So yeah, going to be very similar. He turns on every. I love it. And then you're going to see a really great program with MJF and Jericho. They have great chemistry. So we agree on that one, and I'm sure we're going to agree on the world championship as well. But before we do that, the street fight, the return of the 63-year-old icon Sting against the TNT champion Darby Allen against Team Taz members, FTW champion Brian Cage, Ricky Starks with, of course, Taz. And I don't think for a second Sting doesn't get a victory in this match, his first return. So I'm definitely going Sting and Darby. It's going to be a good match. Some shenanigans, probably a surprise, something, nothing big, but something interesting. And Sting and Darby Agam will walk out as, as winning this. Yeah, I think Sting's going to be, uh, if I had a guess, uh, Sting will pin uh, Ricky Starks. Yeah, I mean, or you could see something, too. I've always said Brian Cage is just a step away from turning babyface. 
And so that might have something to do with it as well. But I really don't yeah, think I'm with you. No doubt Sting and Darby Allen win this particular match, particularly because the final match, I think you need a couple more baby faces winning here. At least at the top of the card. The yep. next and main event exploding barbed wire match, death match of AEW World Championship. And when I first heard this match, not knowing my history that this was actually a thing that's happened more than a couple times and people are super interested in it, and it was just a gimmicky, silly thing, this is a real thing that is big. And these yep. guys are going to go out of their way to put on one of, one of the greatest death matches ever. I guarantee part of Kenny Omega's part of Kenny Omega's philosophy is to do things no one has ever seen before. And I guarantee you Moxley and Omega are going to have a goal of having the greatest death match possibly ever. That's going to be a goal. Not steal the show for the night. No, they want to make this one of the most memorable death matches in the history of the business. And unfortunately, I don't think there's any way in hell that John Moxley walks out as AEW World Champion. This is going to be Kenny Omega's title for a while. John Moxley has already said this is, might be his retirement. I mean, he used the word retirement. He said it might be my last match ever. I might have to retire. My last ever match ever. This is a great way to go out. So we're going to see quite a spectacle. Yeah, I think Moxley is going to go up the uh, Mick Foley scale of um... – prestige if you will with this match moxley mick foley terry funk i think he's going to sort of make his name on this one and i'm actually going to go back and look at their match back at full gear in 2019 because that was a great match too that lights out match yeah and they're gonna have to top that and that was i mean geez yeah I mean, they got there was a big suplex on a barbed wire from like ten feet down. They took the ring wrap up, good finish with a paradigm shift on the wooden part of the ring. So these guys already set the bar really high, and now they got explosions and barbed wire all over the place. So, no, it might transcend Kenny's character. I obviously think Kenny Omega goes over here. Your thoughts as well? I'm assuming. Yeah, 100%. Omega wins. Moxley will become a legend in in, in this loss. Um, We'll take some time off, um, be there for his wife as she is is pregnant and expect a child. And um, you know what? He's going to take a little breather. And uh, he's going to pick and choose the time to come back. And uh, it'll allow some other sort of storytelling to happen in the meantime. Yeah, and I think it's really Omega's time to shine. You're going to see whatever they're building toward really start to take shape over the next couple of weeks. I really feel that way. So, see, and the yeah. last thing we want to touch on, who do we think is going to be the Hall of Fame caliber signing on Sunday night? Mm. Rumors, we talked about it. Rumors are Batista. Rumors are, we're are even CM Punk. I know you've mentioned Mick Foley and, and Mark and also Mark Henry. 
they are both in the Hall of Fame, though, like we mentioned. So I don't know if either one of them, and I don't know if one of them would be that kind of tease. And it could be yeah. very much well be a woman. Is there any woman? See, I think Mickey James is still under contract. I know she was at the last Legends, and usually they don't have their contracts run up before WrestleMania. Was Big Show like working without a contract? Is that what was going on? No, he was. He had a Legends contract, and then I guess he was working from appearance to appearance, and he has not. I don't think he's cut his interview on WWE yet, on Chris, on Talk as Jericho yet to tell everybody what happened. But he, I'm sure he's going to come come clean about it. I mean, everyone's going to want to hear. So, if he's in a legend, if if he was in under uh, under a Legends contract, and <clears throat> say if Mickey James is under a Legends contract, why can't she just depart? As Paul White did, I don't think Paul White was under contract anymore, was he? Uh, yeah, that's what I'm not sure. Of. I thought you said he was under contract with the Legends. Oh contract. no, I don't believe he was. I think he that that was his last. Okay, that was his last situation. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. I mean, this is you know, I mean, you and I are just speculating. This is not going to count against like uh, you know or. or a record here, right? Yeah, no. It's so, not. I'm going to say Mick Foley. Well, I don't. It's definitely not Mick Foley. I would. I'll bet you dollars to donuts it's not Mick Foley. But let's see some people that were released. I thought this might be a little bit of a fun thing to might expand our list a little mm-hmm. bit. Let's look at the Black Wednesday that happened last year with WWE. All the people that got released by then that we might be forgetting about. And Kurt Angle's already the Kurt Angle's somebody that could certainly. So Dash Wilder, Scott Dawson, obviously we know what happened there. Carl Anderson and Luke Allen. Okay, I'll say exactly. Nobody on here is Hall of Fame where that I see though. That's what I'm saying. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, but you know, like what Zach Ryder? Certainly not Rowan. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I actually see, said it. I'm like, I don't see anybody on that list. That's like who? And then I remembered. Um, yeah, it's what I'm. I'm thinking, man. It's like it's going to be a bigger name, man. And you know, and of course, you have the marks out there. Be like, oh, it's Ric Flair because they're doing the Horseman thing, and it's like it's not going to be Ric Flair. I mean, um. I don't know, man. Okay, I, I could see McFoley. I mean, he was on WWE TV. He does. He is. He is under contract with them. Yeah, yeah, but I'm. Yeah, it's just like people are thinking because they're doing the Horseman thing that oh, he's going to be the one. He's. I mean, he's. I mean, there's no Hall of Fame without Ric Flair, so it's just sort of you know foolish to even think that. But you know, I could see McFoley totally looking for a steady paycheck with AEW and then joining forces with them. Yeah, but he's not. He's in, but. It could very well be Mick Foley, but I don't think it would have been that. I don't think that that's a, that big of a deal. And like I said, Mick Foley also was had COVID like two weeks ago. Nah, he. I mean, I know he spent like a month in a hotel. I mean, yeah. I mean, if he does, if he tests, if he tests negative now, I mean, why would you bring him in? Yeah, I would agree. I mean, and again, you now, know, now look, Selena Vega's contract is up, but she's not a Hall of Fame caliber. Yeah, yeah, yeah they're, they're going to wait for that. Your, that maybe one. that'll be your stick. I don't know. 
No, I, I think they're going to bring her in when, and put them together with uh, Santana Ortiz eventually in due time. So these are the guys that are mostly rumored that are past possibilities I've seen. Christian, who she talked about. Hasn't he mentioned it before? Uh, uh, so Christian, Kurt Angle is, is rumored. Brock Lesnar was even rumored, but I doubt it'll be Brock Lesnar. Listen, um, I saw that rumor as well, and it's like that would put shockwaves through the wrestling world if he if Tony Khan pulled that off. Well, what's interesting here is this is this is the thing. He said it is a great asset to AEW. Asset makes it sound like it's not somebody in their prime anymore. Yeah. So going to your Mick Foley point. Now I don't think it's the big I don't think Mick Foley before. Not or not necessarily in their prime, but part time. Um Renee Young was sometime was some stupid reason rumored. Yeah, let's bring her back when she's seven months pregnant. That'll be great to have her debut. Smart. CM Punk, which I think we talked about. I we definitely don't think it could be. Yeah. Now Batista did have a tweet. When someone said, Paul White said evolution instead of revolution, was that on purpose? He says all Hall of Fame worthy, too. So I got to ask Dave Batista, just curious where you would be this Sunday. And then the art, this Dave Batista responded, they're going to have to come up with another word that's used specifically for professional wrestlers who actually mean it when they say they're retired. Currently, the word retired has zero credibility by professional wrestling standards. I guess he's saying he's retired. That's not happening. Yeah. I think he's getting a lot of work in Hollywood. So short of him coming back as like a part-time player, you know, yeah, and he was, that. and he's talked about it. He was very happy with his match with triple H and wired off in the sunset. He was very happy about it. He said that was yeah. the kind of match they wanted. I thought that was a decent match. I didn't care. But. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. And, and, and they also said someone from possibly from new Japan, which, I mean, do you do you have do you have a Okada or someone show up? I don't think that would be the case with, with just travel restrictions. No one wants to come to our dirty country. Yeah. So I don't think it's anyone from New Japan. Other than that, I mean, I I, I don't want. I guess Mick Foley does again. I don't think because it's a Hall of Fame worthy. I don't think it is a Hall of Famer, so I don't think it would be. So the only one I could think of would be Christian. And that's, I don't know if his contract expired. I really don't. Or did he just come out for, or did he just get hired just for those one-offs? Yeah, I'm not sure. Um, And I think, no disrespect to Christian, but I think it's going to be something. Christian's a household name in a wrestling household, but he's not necessarily like an ambassador wrestling where like, you know, people see him on TV and say, Oh, that's Christian versus like a Mick Foley. And even a Kurt angle to a certain extent. Yeah. Um, he really wants to wrestle more. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and honestly, I could see him being more involved with like WWE as long as like edges there too. I could see them sort of playing off each other further. So. Well, apparently and this is from Dave Meltzer reported this past week that, Christian is not under a legend's contract. Ooh. So that is not the case. 
A lot of people said they reported that he signed a part-time contract with the company, but Meltzer said that is not the case. So I guess I'm going to go with Christian. I really do think he's a situation where he wanted to come back to WWE, but he knows that if he comes back, he's probably not going to get the kind of rub that he wants. And he- and Christian and Christian was involved in that whole Randy Orton Legends deal. Yes, he was. In fact, I think he was the first legend to go down. With, wasn't it, he? with 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 Paul White, they were playing cards together. Remember? That's right. So it's a very good possibility. It's Christian. Does Christian move the needle that much? I don't think anybody does. Anybody that we've talked about, Batista would move the needle, even though yeah. I don't love him per se. CM Punk moves. Brock Lesnar. it's a needle mover. There. Brock, yeah, Brock Lesnar. CM Punk moves the needle. Other than that, we don't really see it. Yeah, it's all good. But I will say Christian will be my choice. Okay, sounds good. I'm looking forward to a great pay per view. However, it's not a. Lot, I don't think it's going to be a lot of surprises in terms of the finishes of who's going to be the winners. It's going to be really dependent on the surprises and the entertainment factor within and how the winners and losers come about and how storylines progress. We think the inner circle is going to, going to have a major shift and change. We think that Matt Hardy's going to beat Hangman. We think Kenny's going over. We think the Bucks are going over. I guess so. It's, I, I, it kind of is frustrating, though, that the two matches that we are disagreeing on aren't really – as significant as the big matches, but the big matches I think are pretty easy to call. Yeah, definitely. So it's okay. Right. I mean, we're 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 still counting matches here. Oh gosh! And so you, if you sweep me, if you beat me in the two matches that we have different, you will be in first place for the first time in 2021. Uh, that's huge. Amazing. I can't wait. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. And I am having a championship belt made. And the winner of the first year, that person will keep that belt. Wow. That's great, man. Yeah. And I'm going to, and so I have to make sure I win it just so I can carry it on my shoulder so I can be a real dork. People think I'm a winner. What does Dana th- What does your lovely wife think about you having a championship belt? Isn't that a point of contention in some ways? Well, actually, did I tell you this story? <laughs> Kelly, yeah, Williams, you did. I think Kelly that's why I'm bringing it up. No one knows this story. So, I first when I first started dating my wife, as much as you may think, I did not start out with, "Hey, I watch professional wrestling." That was not the first. That's your opener. That's my opener. I am a professional wrestling fan. Oh my God. Sign me up because she was just getting out of a relationship with a huge wrestling fan. So big. He actually did drop $350, whatever they cost for an authentic replica of the old Ric Flair world championship title, the big gold one. And she always thought it was really dorky that a guy did that. So I don't know how she's going to feel about me getting a championship, but they make chance. There's a bunch of, you could get a championship made for 150 bucks. It's great. I mean, I'm willing to lose just so that things in your house. I like it. I'll hold it up right next to right next to the uh, twin towers and a picture of my dad. There you go. <laughs> Love it. Uh, 
I'm looking forward. Are you getting the pay-per-view on Sunday? You're going to drop the dime. Uh, probably not because I'm cheap. But um, what, like uh, uh, through the stickers, like you can order it through your cable company. I'm not sure. Well, it's interesting. If you are going to order it through your cable company, it's going to be $60. If you order it on Broken, Ooh. if you, oh, uh, was it Bleacher Report? BR, yeah, Bleacher Report. Five? Yeah. That's only $50. Yeah. So if you have a streaming ability on your TV, you save 10 bucks by yeah. doing that. This might be the way to get, probably the way I'm going to go about it. Gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably live vicariously through you with that. Um, oh, a little bit of a different topic, uh, different thing. Um, you ever hear a wrestler named Eli Drake? Yes. What do you know of him? I don't know much about him. He's an, he was an indie darling, I think. I thought he was in WWE for a little while, though. Well, actually, NXT signed him, and he's been cutting promos. And I got to tell you, man, there's something. He, he's a bit rockish, if you will, the he, way he the, his cadence and the way. Yeah, he, he's been around for a like, while, I think. I mean, he was in TNA. If I remember correctly, he was in TNA. Yeah, he was in. Yeah, he was in TNA, a champion there. Tank and that's on NXT. And he's been cutting promos since TakeOver. I don't remember what he, I don't remember him, but I guess he was in WWE in 2013, 2014. So we're thinking CM Punk's last year. He was there. I don't remember him at all. Okay. I don't know if he was in NXT or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember him either. Yeah. And I have not seen him in the ring at all. I haven't even looked up like on YouTube or anything, any of his matches. But as far as cutting a promo, uh, he's got, he's definitely going to be going against Bat. No, well, that's great. Well, I mean, if he if he's talented, I mean, I'm sure he's yeah. got some talent. We'll see what happens with him. But again, and I hate to tell you, yeah, I was just curious though. Yeah, um, he has. Not, yeah, he has here's some salt. Here's some salt at NXT. Yeah, he's been in the business for 18 years. No, no, no. I wasn't going to go there. I was going to say a guy can have all, the, have all the talent, all the potential in the world, but it doesn't matter because once you get to the main roster, you have to fit a certain whatever. And it takes you a while to kind of be booked correctly. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Hopefully he's great. We'll, yeah. see, we'll see what he does. But again, it's it, I don't get too excited about people in WWE anymore because they just always do it differently than I would have. I mean, why even cover it? Why even have a podcast? We should just have an AEW podcast at this point. No, but I'm you're at, you're telling me about this kid, and I'm like, it's great. I'm sure he's got a lot of talent. But what what do you think Eli Drake is going to accomplish over the next two years in WWE? Seriously? Well, he's in. He'll be in NXT, and he's going to be a world champ. Is what I'm saying. Okay. All right, and then but in two years, is he going to be? Is he still? So is he going to be a guy that, that they build NXT around? They do need another top heel with Adam Cole leaving. So is he no. going to be the new? Guy to kind of replace Adam Cole a little bit, particularly with Champa still, I guess, on the on the fence or on the. Oh, definitely, definitely. That's what I think. Like, you know, listen, I, I love the way Champa wrestles, but personality wise, he doesn't necessarily bring it in terms of like promos and stuff. This guy, I've only seen him promos, and it's like it's very much like it's like The Rock is talking to you in ways, man. The way he's very confident, he's uh, he's he's got an interesting. Way about him on the mic. So, is he a heel? Um, he a baby face. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a heel. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's check out. Well, let's check out his promo. Let's check it out real quick. Let's see. Let's let's see it. Let's let's see it. What you think? 
Let me know what you think. Yeah. As a matter of fact, the first time he came out was on Takeover, and he was like talking down to Bad News Barrett. Well, that's pretty funny. <laughs> How is Bad News Barrett doing on this? I don't know. Um, he's okay. I mean, I'm not amazed with him, but you might not like the way I do it, but I guarantee you, I get the job done. Not bad, right? That was the first time I saw that promo. I tell you what, I could see what you're going with the Rock. It, it was kind of a combination of the Rock and Arn Anderson. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's actually, like a I see that. Yeah. Arn Anderson vibe with the Rock. Just to be honest with you, that that's where I got with him. But I definitely got the Rock yeah. vibe from him with the glasses, the way he used the way he points yep. to his fingers when he's referring to people or saying things. Mm-hmm. I don't know good. I don't know much about him, but I, that was a great promo. It was a good old fashioned yeah, great promo. Very. Yeah, yeah, I was. I, I've been pretty impressed with the other promos I saw of him, and I'm like, if this guy can wrestle decently, he's going to be big. And I like how he called so, out the flips and all that stuff too. He would fit right in with yeah. FTR, man. He's kind of going with that little bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, it was very reminiscent of it, man. So yeah, we'll see. I, I mean, this is. I mean, Cole's leaving. That's pretty obvious. And then it seems like this guy's going to go and pick up the slack. Well, it's going to be interesting to see what what happens with them, and they do need a little bit of blood in that singles division. Oh yeah, don't love the NXT singles picture right now, to be honest with you. Yeah, so. I, I I'm going to tell you this, man. I get I, I would have think that he's going to probably kick the shit out of Kyle O'Reilly first, kick him while he's down. <laughs> well, are you sure he's a heel? Because he called out mostly all the heels, didn't he? Well, actually, I guess Kyle O'Reilly's a babyface now. Uh, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, Kyle O'Reilly's baby face. I mean, Balor's almost like gray area right now. Yeah. I mean, you know, Adam Cole, they're not going to even cross paths, but, you know, he likes the super kick parties and stuff. So, you know. <laughs> well, no, it, it just had a very good old-fashioned vibe to it. It really had a mid-Atlantic, mid-'80s vibe to it as well as The Rock. If The Rock went back yeah. and put a promo on Dusty Rhodes, that's what it would have sounded like. Yeah, totally, totally. So, yeah, I just, I, I, I was curious. I, I, I have not seen a match of his. I've, I've only, I have not seen any. I have not seen that. So, just letting you know about it. And then Cameron Grimes is still kind of making me laugh too. What's he doing? What's he doing? What do you? Um, he literally, uh, he's so the billionaire bumpkin, where um, he was trying to redo the the uh, million dollar man uh, thing where the kid is bouncing the ball like 10 times in a row yeah. and uh, you know, he kicks the ball. Um, so, so he, he botches it. He botches it two times in a row and it costs him $2,000. And then he's like, the million dollar man is not smarter than Campbell Grimes. He can kiss my grits. So then he goes to a third person and it's like some random dude in the parking lot, and the guy, camera guy, is like, "I will pay you a thousand dollars." And the guy's like, "He's like, like the old Ted DiBiase gimmick to bounce the ball." He's like, "Yeah." And then the guy bounces it twice, and the camera guy just punches him in the face. <laughs> you know, it's like, I'm like, man, this, I'm like, if they give him the, almost like the the million dollar man thing, with like he's a, he's like a, such a bumpkin with this money. Yeah, it, it could be good comic relief there, you know. Yeah, I think it's something that's gonna be really funny. I don't think it's something that can go very long, but no, no, you know, unless he really. Turns I mean, 
you have to live that gimmick, you know, a little bit. Not not real literally, but they have to really Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I mean, listen, with that guy, even with his size and stuff, I wouldn't mind them going, giving him like uh, a little bit of a stable if he's able to quote unquote afford them, you know? Yeah. You, it could be, so. you could do a lot of things with that. When someone has, when a character has money, yep. you can do a lot of different things with it. You really could. It's a good, it's a good way to go about it. So, well, all right. Yeah. So we got yeah. a couple of different ones for AEW Revolution. I will try to get on Facebook and do a live review over the weekend or maybe Monday morning. So let's check that out. And we will talk to you guys next week. Check us out at High Spots and Cheap Pops. Check out Revolution this week. Check us out on Facebook. Vlad the Impaler will have a nice, beautiful write-up. He is one of the more brilliant wrestling writers in the country. So check his stuff out. Anything else we got, Vlad? Are you excited for the weekend? Yeah, I'm good, man. It should be a good uh Good uh, weekend for wrestling. I'm looking forward to it. Do you want me to send you texts of what's happening? Yeah, live live texts. Yeah, actually, do you want me to record Absolutely. it and just send it to you? Um, on my phone. Yeah, sure. How would you do that, though? You, we can FaceTime. Uh, and I can just put my phone there. Ah, there. I mean, the reception would probably be good. I don't want to be a... That's an interesting thought. I mean, we'll see. I mean, you know, I don't know if I want to commit to that at uh, that time, but I'll let you know at that on Sunday for sure. We could do it on Zoom. That's <laughs> true. In fact, I can record it, put it on Zoom, and you can watch it later. Uh, well, if you want to do that, man, I would definitely do that. I'm a nice person. Maybe I will. <laughs> I also might not. Uh, yeah. And oh, I hey, just listen, you know, stealing what... cable right on the right on on the podcast. Jesus Christ. No. I, I heard his name often when he was a free agent a couple of years ago. And but okay. I don't know anything about him. You know what I mean? So okay. all right. Well, we'll see you guys later. Thank you so much. Check us out next week. High spots and keep cheap pops keep on rolling. And keep high spots and cheap pops keeps on rolling on. There you go. And we'll see you guys next week for Vlad the Impel. This is Silicon Steve Valley. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for listening to High Spots and Cheap Pops. Top guys out. Top guys out. I like.